welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davy, and this is my co-host. Hi everyone, it's Christelle. And we're welcoming back one of our all-time, all-time faves. We've got the wonderful Carla. Hi Carla. Hey. Hello. Hello, Carla. Now, Carla, you've come on, you've kindly agreed to come on and give us an update because you are from Instagram account Cameron Smile. First, let's rewind and recap. What's your life about, basically? Just you throw it to us now. Cameron was born with a rare genetic condition called Nori disease, um, which basically means he was born completely blind and he's got progressive hearing loss. And then when he was about five years old, he was diagnosed as autistic. And then he's just got quite complex needs, really. Um, yeah, the list is too probably long to, <laughs> to reel off now. Yes, but he's a happy, happy, go lucky boy. Yeah, sensory seeker, thrill seeker. And yeah, so we document our journey over on our Insta page, Cameron Smile. And yeah, if you look at our page, you'll know why it's called Cameron Smile because of his um, beautiful little face and his happy little smile. So yeah, it is every time I look at your Instagram feed, it, I genuinely I just start smiling because he has got. Please go and check it out, Cameron Smile. <laughs> he has just got the most stunning, warming smile I, I've ever come across, and and you just can't help. He's so infectious to to smile when you see his little face. Yeah, I totally get why you, why you've called it Cameron Smile. <laughs> Can I ask you, Carla? Now yeah. you said that he was diagnosed autistic when he was five now with Cameron's other needs you know says as you say he's got very complex needs how how did they go about the diagnosis yeah obviously it's quite difficult to diagnose in Cameron because of his complex needs Um, and I suppose you don't really go through the usual assessment process Um, but because of Cameron's vision loss we were referred to Great Ormond Street Hospital um, they've got something called a developmental vision clinic. So we we went along there to see, and we saw, um, I think it was like a speech and language therapist, um, pediatrician, um, that sort of thing. And we spent the day with them there, had had a few assessments. And um, yeah, he was just diagnosed there, then and there. Because... Um, I know it can be difficult to diagnose autism in blind individuals just because a lot of the traits can be quite similar. But yeah, we spent, we literally, yeah, went there for the day. We weren't, we weren't really going there for an autism assessment. We were just going there um, just to check on his development and that sort of thing. Um, was it in your mind before that autism? Like, yeah, it definitely, yeah, I was definitely aware. I definitely... Um, always knew that um, I just felt like Cameron was autistic but I guess because because of his complex needs it was never really at that age I wasn't really pushing for for the diagnosis Um, so I think we are quite lucky in some ways because obviously I've heard um, of like friends and stuff really fighting for that diagnosis and things and um, yeah, Great Ormond Street Hospital were absolutely brilliant. And then they they did like a full report, sent it to us. And then they ran Cameron's school and liaised with them. And it really helped put support in place for him as well afterwards. Okay, that sounds great. You got you got an early diagnosis, which meant yeah. you got help 
very um, very early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, last time you were here, Carla, you yeah. were doing a fundraising for swimming pool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, I've been I've been following. I kind of know a little bit of what's happened. But can you please update us as to what happened and everything? Yeah, so um, I'll go back to the beginning. If people don't know, we were um, fundraising for to install a swim spa, hydro pool at home in our garden, um, just because Cameron was living in um, chronic pain due to um, tiptoe walking and tight muscles. So he was on the waiting list to have tendon release surgery. And part of his recovery is to have like daily physio and hydrotherapy and um, not only to help relieve his pain, but he's it's just like the, the sensory feeling of being in the water. He absolutely loves it. It's so freeing for him and it just fulfills like his sensory needs as well. So, yeah, we started fundraising whilst we were waiting for Cameron to have that surgery and yet yeah, took us three months and we raised 22 and a half thousand pounds. Um, it was absolutely amazing. We reached our target and the swimming pool's now installed in our garden. Cameron's, Cameron's had his tendon release surgery back in February this year. He's made an amazing recovery. Mm. And as part of his physio and recovery process, he's able to use the pool at home every single day and also the whole family his siblings um can use it too and yeah it's just been amazing yeah. dream come true you do see that when you watch the videos when he gets in the pool the joy that it kind of brings him I always feel like oh I need to message her I need to come over to him as well you know <laughs> <laughs> honestly he just um it's just so worth it he spends he would just spend all day, every day in the water if he could. He's just, he's always been a water baby. And um, yeah, I guess it just must be so freeing for him because for a long time his mobility was so limited. And then once you're in the water and you're just like, so like weightless and free and he just, he just loves it. Oh, and you well said done. about, yeah, so great. And you said about his operation, Carla. Um, yeah. Obviously, that was a huge, huge part of, of Cameron's journey so far. Um, yeah. I just wondered, because obviously, like, with, with, like, when, usually when your child's having an operation, you kind of think a lot about how you're going to explain this to them. Do you know what I mean? My, my son had to have stitches, and we had to kind of, like, at the time, he wasn't, like, he did have some speech, but was kind of showing him sort of pictures and diagrams and things like this. You know, we was telling him social stories. But with Cameron's needs, how how did you prepare him for this surgery? Because obviously, you know, this was going to be life altering for him. Yeah, so I guess it's sort of um, going down the route of social stories, but you have to think about Cameron not having any vision. So you've got to make that quite tactile for him. Um, so I guess it was just sort of, I don't know if he ever sort of grasped the concept of what was about to happen, but all we could do was just try and like desensitize him um, to the things that were going to happen around his feet and his legs um, and just let him be exposed to um, the material. So just showing him. So I guess obviously with other children, you show them social stories of pictures we're just showing Cameron the actual physical items and letting him feel and explore. 
to um, showing him the material of like the cast and things like that and just letting him feel um, and just like wrapping bandages and things around his legs so he can um, just get used to those sorts of things. Um, yeah, you sort of just sometimes got to think outside of the box as well, really. So. Yeah. And how was That's he so during recovery? He was absolutely amazing. He just blew me away. Like we all planned for the very worst because Cameron is so so sensitive he will not he doesn't tolerate um wearing hats or gloves or anything like that so I thought how he had to wear casts on both legs for six weeks and I just thought he's going to wake up and totally freak out and how is he going to cope with that and um I and I just thought he I'm gonna he's not going to be able to move I'm gonna have to like lift him Day, day three on recovery, he stood up and was walking with both casts on. I just like, I just can't believe it. He was just absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and can you like now, what difference has this operation made to his life? Yeah, well, looking back before, I just, it makes me so sad to realise like how much pain he was in. Because for a long time, because he's non-verbal, I just knew something like through his, he just communicates through his behaviour. So mm. his his behaviour had drastically changed and he was so upset every day and um, he was like hitting himself and it was just like constant meltdowns and I couldn't work out like clear triggers for it. And then obviously eventually we worked out it was the pain from the tight muscles and now he's just gone back to his happy self all the time. He's able to physically get his feet flat on the floor. Um, and he's he's learning how to, because for a long time he lost um, a lot of his mobility and he used to bum shuffle around. And now he's back up on his feet. And um, yeah, I got, I got married um, about two weeks ago and Cameron walked me down the aisle. So... Um, so yeah, he had the he had the whole room in tears that day. So oh, don't that's making me so emotional. I know. <laughs> Not supposed to do this to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so lovely, Carla. Everything is just so much joy comes from your family and watching you. And we had the oh. pleasure to meet you last year at the Baps Awards, <laughs> which was great because it's it was really nice, wasn't it, Chris? Because we get to yeah. speak to people on here, but actually to be able to meet you and your, yeah, it was so, your it was, husband. Yeah. My husband now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so nice. And um, you know what I really like about you, Carla, is that you're so transparent. That however you're feeling, you come on Instagram and you kind of just lay your heart out. And I always think, because every time I see you, I always think, oh my God, hey, she's so, you know, like so honest. Because I feel like if if it's me, I always try to kind of cover up, you know, yeah. how I'm feeling. Like you she's just really shady, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah yeah, sometimes I do worry a lot because I think, oh, like, do I, um, I don't know, there's always that feeling of, am I oversharing? But I guess the way I look at it is I've always had positive things come back to me from um, from sharing our journey on social media. Um, so, yeah, a lot of times when I've had, like, really dark times and hard times with Cameron and I've gone, I've turned to social media and I've shared, like, my feelings and, and um, yeah, it's only led to positive experiences and um, even just like then 
going to the BATS Awards and like meeting you guys and connecting with other families. Like it's just, it's been nothing but positive for me really. Oh, and raising awareness as well of Norrie's disease. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause it's just, it's such a rare condition. Um, nobody ever, I think there's about a thousand people now worldwide with the condition. Do you um, speak to anyone online that, you know, like other families? Is there any yeah, support yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're on Facebook. There's like a support group. Um, and I joined that really early on. I think obviously I turned to Google the second Cameron was diagnosed. And I found that group early on. And there's people all over the world. Um, and there's obviously, because um, the condition mainly affects men. Mm-hmm. um so yeah there's lots of men um that are a lot older that I get to speak to and then there's also parents with like young children and, and also now there's um because I've got Cameron's page there's lots of parents that then reach out to me with um their babies that have just been newly diagnosed as well which mm-hmm. is lovely because obviously that's what everyone wants isn't it when when your child's first diagnosed you want to reach out and find someone on a similar journey to you you just want to connect with with someone so yeah and then they see your page and they feel see all the positivity like me and Christina yeah. was just telling about and and you know that's certainly going to be a good thing for people yeah and like yeah I try to be as positive as possible but yeah on the other hand that's why I try to be transparent because I don't I don't want to um, be like, oh yeah, my life's just amazing and all, all of this. Like, um, yeah. obviously there are amazing times, but I want to show people like the true colours that up, there's plenty of ups and downs as well. And I think, yeah, it's, it's good to show both sides of that. Oh, thanks so much, Carla. You definitely do that. And <laughs> where can we find you on social media and anywhere else so people can definitely go and follow you? What's that? Sorry. Where where can we go and find you on social media so people can go and follow you? Yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook under Cameron Smile. Oh, brilliant. Definitely go and check out Carla over there and follow Cameron's journey. And thanks so much, Carla, for coming back on and speaking to us, giving us that update. Thanks for having me again. Say hi to the family. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.